0: I'm at a loss for words. Sweet pea, don't look. Woo. I believe you are you having a seizure. Do you taste pennies?
1: I smell toast. I smell toast. Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. This week, I've got Sean.
0: Yes, I'm here. But I was here last week as well,
1: and the week before that. Kind of repetitive. Yes. Ah, uh, Sean, I got a question for you. What's that? We've got another version of the PlayStation that was announced. Oh, I know the classic. And
0: and I wanted to touch this last week, but it was just one of those things that got pushed off. And I this has to be talked about that we're getting a PlayStation Classic, uh, an iteration of the original PS One. Uh, following the footsteps of things that we've had recently, such as you know Super Nintendo and the NES or the NES, as we found out, it should have been called from the beginning. Dude, we're getting some of the games that I love. That that this game, the games that are going to be on this PlayStation Classic, are are so near and dear to me because
1: look, if course, they don't have okay, Battle Arena to Shinden on this. I have an issue.
0: We have... (laughs) Battle Arena to Shinden
1: was my PlayStation introduction. Over at Dawson's house, after close, till four in the morning, kicking each other and screaming each other over Battle Arena to Shinden.
0: According to IGN's wiki, take this for what you will, we have Final Fantasy VII... Uh, we have jumping flash, we have Ridge Racer type 4, we have Tekken 3, wild arms and that is all that is on their list. I will have to buy it like this it, it, it is more important for me to buy this PlayStation classic than it is to have the Super Nintendo or the NES. this this has to happen. I need to own this if it is what it, what they say it is.
1: See that's funny because I'm not going to get this. I mean, I have all the games. I bought them, and they, they're backwards compatible on my PlayStation 3. I have these games. <laughs> you, I can still play these games at any moment. It's, the, it's the, the ease of the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo Classic that drew me to those, that I just plug it in and play. That's it. The PlayStation stuff i can just throw into my ps3 i'm good i don't need yeah, it. yeah
0: but but see i don't have that ability and for a hundred bucks for me to be able to grab an you know an hdmi cable a little box and a couple of controllers and when i'm on night shift babysitting stuff i can i can throw that on and play tony hawk all night long that that's totally worth it for me Yeah,
1: well, if it's on there yeah yeah <laughs>
0: If it's on there. If not, dude, how many
1: hours could I spend on Tactics
0: or Final Fantasy VII? Uh, I'll
1: give you that. I'll give you that. If, okay, if you wanted me interested in a PlayStation, it would have to have, it, it, it better just have straight up have Symphony of the Night. One of the best games released for the PlayStation. Battle Arena Shinden, T- Tekken 3, they said is on there. That's perfect. That's great. That's one of my favorite fighting games of all time. Definitely a Final Fantasy. It should have Resident Evil 2. That's the game that got me into Mm -hmm. playing on the PlayStation. I walked into Walmart, bought a PlayStation, and Resident Evil 2. First game on PlayStation.
0: I do remember on that list that I'd seen, uh, it did have the original Silent Hill, which is also an incredible PlayStation 1 game.
1: Well, Sean, let's talk about something related to this. Also, with the announcement... Of this last week, this week we got a classic version of the PS4 will hit stores this Christmas, where it will be the original color of the PlayStation and, uh, and the remotes same same of that classic color does that bear any interest to you if you didn't have a ps4 uh, if i didn't have a ps4
0: absolutely uh and, and honestly even even with my ps4 i have right now i am seriously shopping uh actively for for a pro i i want the pro and uh systems like this coming up with the holidays with black friday i'm honestly looking to snag one like yeah, if there's a special limited edition that comes with a special bundle and, you know, all yeah, the, this, and on Black Friday it's, you know, $350, absolutely, I'd be totally interested.
1: Now, the Classic Edition PS4 comes with the the color scheme, of course, with the controller, it comes with the PlayStation camera and a sideways stand all in those, in those colors. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I saw it today. It's in a very, very nice kind of uh Johnny Walker type box I mean it just looked very like it's you know, the the box itself is white and then you take out the sleeve and it is classic black with the old PlayStation logo
0: Oh man and then you it.
1: open that box up and it's all in there very professional you know minimalistic design like
0: I love let me let me ask you something. While, while you're bringing this up, it, it's just totally bringing up an off-topic subject. When, when you buy stuff like that, and, and it comes nicely packaged, like, you are proud of this packaging. Whoever, whoever did this did a very good job. Do you find yourself just holding on to boxes?
1: Dude, I'm a box fiend. Are you kidding me? I have, like, all of my, like, so I have masterpiece transformers displayed i have their boxes i mean i can't right i can't i I can't not get rid of boxes but
0: but like i keep i keep the boxes to all my cameras i keep the boxes to to all my playstation stuff i mean i I still have my 360 box nice like 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 there's a a point where i need to let stuff go but when something is nicely packaged it's really tough for me to let it go i have all my phone boxes yeah. Like I, I love those. I love them.
1: Well, Sean, let's move into something a little more in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Right. The let me talk about it first. The X-Men trailer dropped and I I have my first problem is that the trailer dropped. It has a release date and the next day they push it back like to a <laughs> release date of February 14th, they push it back to like July 7th. The next yeah. day. <laughs> the next day. Um, I didn't think the trailer was horrible. I, I didn't think it was the most exciting thing I'd seen either. Though it was not exciting. It felt mm-hmm. very. Uh, it felt very well, X Men. Well, it th- it ve- felt very X Men three ish. I can't lie about it. I saw somebody same day, same day, mind you. Took that exact trailer and cut it with X Men Three footage.
0: (laughs) I seen that. I seen that. Um, I I watched a YouTube video on on this guy's take on this trailer, and I thought he did a good job of bringing up the point that I believe what they were going for is more of that Logan feel, uh, the seriousness. This is it. This is our swan song for the X Men universe that we have right here. And maybe the trailer comes across a little too serious.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There, there are several things I liked in the trailer. Um, I, I like the direction uh, Charles is going in this. Uh, I think this is the best Sophie Turner has ever looked in a role. I mean, not just, yeah. not attractive-wise. I mean, she's an attractive young lady. But, I mean, she, the looks and the what we got from her out of that trailer... Seemed very mature, very well done. I-, I thought her acting in the trailer was great. I thought there was some cool stuff, like
0: the island that she floats up next to, uh, and-, and obviously it's Magneto's like camp. Do you think that's a Genosha?
1: Yeah, I believe they said it would. There would be scenes in Genosha. Yeah,
0: that's pretty cool. Like, you know, they're they're. they're... <laughs> They're taking steps forward that I wish had already been taken.
1: Yeah. Here's the, here's the problem. You know, and it's not just a Phoenix problem, okay? Phoenix, the Dark Phoenix Saga is one of the things people hand to somebody in comic books and like, you want to know about comic books? Read this. That's one of the things you hand people. You know, up yeah. there with Watchmen, up there with the Dark Knight. Uh, and... Honestly, I don't know how you could do it in one movie. I mean, they they tried it once in one movie, didn't work. I don't know that they could do it in this and make it work. Um I don't know. The weird look of whatever Chris I don't well, we don't know what who the character name is. The the oh, the white hair. Yeah, Jessica Chastain. There we go. What Jessica Chastain is playing. People are saying anywhere from Deathbird to Lalandra L- 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 to
0: yeah, yeah it, I like the Lalandra theory I like that uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't I was uh, like I said I'd watched the video and he brought up the coolest Easter egg that was in that trailer um, when the X Men are facing off right against Jean and they're in that neighborhood and the police pull up behind her and, and she smashes them if you if you look at it the police cars are from Red Hook. And I, you know, what what does that mean? Well, in the first episode of Legion, when David has his first meltdown, uh, whoever's in charge of, uh, you know, the, the bad guys, I can't think of what they're called, uh, he says, we haven't had uh, an outbreak like that since the incident in Red Hook. And I was like, that's pretty cool that you're, you know, retro... Fitting in, uh, you know, something that's called out from a TV show I really enjoy. So I thought that was a cool little Easter egg.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. You know, I, I will completely respect them if that if this movie ends up the X Men disappear and it's watch more in, in the in the Gifted because I mean the X Men aren't around or the Brotherhood aren't around in the Gifted and that's a big mystery of the show and that kind of gets me excited. That gave me a little chill chill bumps right there, but. I mean, the movie could be great. Don't get me wrong. It's just this trailer and the fact that they just like, jumped and moved it already after this has been delayed. Ugh. Just just uh. Yeah. <laughs> Bad feelings yeah. all around. Oh,
0: an article came out this week, and I was reading it from, uh, and it was uh, comic book uh, news, whatever. They, they were saying that Simon Kinsberg had said that his Gambit movie is going to be a rom-com, and... And and when you read, you know, obviously very clickbaity title, I click on it, and he breaks it down, you know. Well, if I look at, you know, Logan and say that's a Western, or look at this movie and say it's this, then my Gambit movie is going to be a rom-com. Now, in in, in my, uh, you know, I don't want to come off saying I don't, because obviously everybody that probably has listened to this podcast has watched rom-coms in their life and been like, you know what? That, that really wasn't bad, but I don't want it mixed in with my Gambit movie. Is there any way, shape or form of this that you hear those
1: two things in the same sentence and feel comfortable? Well, not, not necessarily with the, the quote unquote rom-com, but taking, like I've said before, taking our superhero genre and mixing in different genres. 70s spy thriller. Uh, right. a, a heist movie. Why couldn't you do a rom-com movie with this? Uh, and uh, this, once again, it's the stuff around it that's the problem. It's the delays. It's Channing Tatum. It's, you know, what what this is all up in the air that. for, uh, you know, the Marvel Marvel Fox deal. Ugh. Show me what you got. That's the only thing I know to do.
0: Like, do, do you even feel comfortable with the idea of Channing Tatum in this role? Now, now I know that he is he has personally been on the hook for this.
1: No, no. Like I like said, we, we've talked about this before, and he's got passion for this character, and that's fine. That's what I want in my actors who play a part. He really likes Gambit. He sought out playing Gambit. Right. Uh, who else is going to play Gambit? And and. If you are not from the 90s, Gambit is a horrible character. I'm gonna say it. Gambit is a horrible character. He is a he's a boyfriend for Rogue that looks cool and has a cool mutant power. That's it. There's no character character depth. To Gambit, that I have ever read. Now, I may be wrong. Yeah. Somebody may go, Here you go. Here's this story. Okay, yeah, he worked for Mr. Sinister and he originally had the Marauders on the Mutant Massacre, but they retconned that and. Ugh, I, I, got they tried, I got you. They tried too hard with Gambit when I was reading. And get, so Gambit has a bit of. The next Wolverine to him, like at one point, Wolverine was a character that hardcore comic book people just couldn't really stand anymore because he became so mainstream. Not me; I still loved him, even even when I should have been one of those people. Uh, Wolverine has like blah 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 blah. You know, you'll you'll run into that. But Gambit was another one. Gambit was one that just was everywhere, and uh, he wasn't that bad in the '90s X-Men. Cartoon, but he was more comic relief with the weird weird accent they gave him. That's fine. It'll
0: be good. Let's see. And and if you want some good Gambit, I got a Gambit v. Deadpool. Amazing. It's really hilarious. Good stuff. You you would like
1: it. Well, let's talk about something I'm excited about. So, the DC TV, DC announced with their uh, Berlantiverse, they're doing. Their next crossover is going to be Elseworlds. Now, Elseworlds is the the sideways alternate universes they tell stories in, like, oh, uh, Gotham by Gaslight and and Kingdom Come. I think they're using this, like every, every all the other ones they've they've named something like Rain and whatever. I bet they're using Elseworlds to hide the fact that they are going to do Kingdom Come as the next crossover in the next Ooh,
0: season. You think they get that? They can do it.
1: I think they'll do it. They have a Superman. It will be no issue at all for them to do an alternate universe Batman. I think they could do it.
0: That sounds awesome. Um, Batman's the one of the few bigs we
1: haven't had on the small screen, correct? Uh, well, I mean, they have had... Batman, because uh, Gotham has Bruce Wayne, and he's out there. I mean, that is Batman. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and Batman will exist in this uh, Birds of Prey they're doing and everything. It's not an issue. I mean, they've had Wayne Enterprises. I mean, Bruce Wayne exists in uh, the Berlantiverse. They've just never name-checked him specifically, or Batman mm-hmm. specifically, that that I'm aware of. That's but cool. I, we have seen stuff like by Wayne, like they have Wayne, a Wayne satellite or something like that going on. and uh, So, and, and plus being an alternate universe, they could do whatever they want. I That's believe.
0: awesome. That's a, that'd be a huge undertaking.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I really want, like, the Flash movie. They should tackle um, Flashpoint and have negan Jeffrey Dean morgan as thomas wayne thomas. like he was in that movie like uh, like ah, uh, do it <laughs> i would yeah, i will it. i will give you my money right now to watch that movie yeah because like i yeah. said like i said i liked ezra miller that's fine let's do this
0: and, and jumping into local hall i'm just gonna repeat my local hall because i'm so freaking happy last week you and Stevie, upon the release of the podcast, had, had funny jokes about me having Batman damned.
1: But, <laughs> but, but oh, oh, this? sir, yes, no, we know. We know who's, who's laughing, laughing yes.
0: Who's laughing now, now that DC has announced, according to Bleeding Cool, that it will not be reprinted. That, yes, that these books, signed and slabbed, are going for over $500. That is ridiculous that a batwang can cause so much turmoil. and and the fact that this is this is honestly the first time I've ever thought,, ah, I'll buy something and it actually has paid off. Now, I honestly have no emotional attachment to these. so I don't know what I'm gonna do, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm open for suggestions from the public. I, I need to know like, when do I sell, how long do I keep? I don't even know. I, I could get them graded. I could get them graded. I have a contact at CBCS. I could I could get both of them graded. I don't know, man. I, I but I am excited, and I think it's hilarious that these books aren't going
1: to be reprinted. That just cracks me up. Yeah, um, I, I've already told you my suggestion, I, I, but I'm I'm a collector guy, so I mean. Let's give Sean some some advice. Do it, do it. I, <laughs> my local hall is not what I wanted it to be, but ended up being great anyway. So I went to uh, out of town to try to get a um, G1 reissue Devastator that's coming out. Um, there was a Walmart that had it in stock, that showed to have it in stock, and went there and they they spent like forty five minutes looking. Their computer says it was there. The app says it was there. Could not find it. You know, and the guy that was helping me, uh, an overnight manager, uh, just apologized profusely. I was like, no, it's no problem. I mean, you know, if it's not on the shelves, I know it's a gamble even asking. So I didn't have a problem with that. But he said, look, for for your travel, for your time, uh, if you find something on clearance you want, I'll make you, I'll, I'll, I'll. For your yeah, time. catch you a deal. Catch you yeah. a deal. I happened to notice they had the full size, um, and they've had them for a long time. A bunch of them, full size, Black Series Darth Vader helmet. Mhm. It was half price, you know, which you is still help yourself. Still a pretty penny. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, what? What do you think? What do you think about this? I mean, I'm expecting. You know, maybe ten more percent off because uh, it was already yeah. half. Yeah, and came back said twenty bucks.
0: <laughs> Deal.
1: So, yeah, I have out of your
0: pocket fast enough. I have
1: a hundred dollar uh, black series awesome. helmet for now. Now, if it had oh. came
0: down to if they had had a if they had had a uh, infinity gauntlet, would you have taken that over the helmet? Are
1: you kidding me? <laughs>
0: Out of about two. Uh, I was just wondering. I
1: was just wondering that. That's funny. Oh yeah, but it's it's a thing of beauty, dude. I mean, like that's awesome. And if you if it. you've never seen these or or had one in your hands, now this thing, it's not just a helmet. It's it's a four piece helmet. It has not only is it um, it has batteries, so it has sounds. It has interactive mm-hmm. sounds. Um, it has a collar piece. Like whenever in in Return of the Jedi, when Luke takes off the helmet, it's in those pieces. It has a collar nice. piece with the interior stuff. You know, whenever he's whenever he takes it off, he has the breathing tubes and all that looks exactly like it. It in the back of it, how you get it around your neck is it has clasps on each side okay. and it comes off. So nice. you clip that on first, and the sounds are the 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 labored breathing sounds of when he has the helmet off, and then when you put the a uh, uh, top mask part on it changes. It's it's magnetic, and that closes a circuit and causes different sounds to come out. And then the third piece is the the helmet helmet that clips down over, which is also magnetic. It is beautiful, dude. That is awesome. <laughs> something that I've is wanted. Cool. Something I've checked off the list since I was a child. Every child of of my generation wanted Darth Vader's helmet just because it was so awesome. And Mm -hmm. I I now have one. I mean, I didn't get what I went for, but dadgummit, I can't say that I'm unhappy.
0: That is way cool, man. This week in Lost in Time, I wanted to talk about, this week we got the first look at Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers.
1: So, let me ask you this. What did Mr. Rogers influence your life? Well... Honestly, um,
0: I don't remember watching Mister Rogers so much at home, but I remember there was in first grade and second grade, there was uh, like an hour or two hours out of the week where we would watch educational programming. Basically, you know, the teacher would grade papers for two hours, and we get to watch PBS. Um, and i remember it always started off with mr rogers and then i don't remember what the other show was but it ended with reading rainbow and i when i uh see mr rogers and have that i'm instantly transported back you know to that classroom to my teacher at the time and uh just remember watching mr rogers and thinking hey you know this is pretty cool I, i i enjoyed it um Maybe by the time second grade hit, you know, it wasn't as cool, but we weren't doing schoolwork, so I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, um, you know, Mr. Rogers, Sesame Street, when we were little, little, it, it was it was a big part of your life. Um, you know, I can't say, oh, this influenced that, this influenced that, but the respect I learned as an adult for Fred Rogers, if you ever go and look on YouTube and go watch, like, his congressional hearing stuff like he was a big, big part of PBS public broadcasting system and he would go before Congress and, and lobby for the continued support of the government to to this public you know service channel. And the man was very eloquent and very well spoken and just loved teaching and helping children. And as a parent and an adult, uh, that's that's more than 90% of the people out there will do. And, uh, you know, I respect the heck out of the guy. So I, I can't wait. There was a great documentary that came out this year. And the fact that Tom Hanks is going to be playing him in a movie, I'm all in. I, I want to see yeah, it.
0: Yeah, You know, fun, fun fact. Um, if you watch Drunk History, there's a Mr. Rogers Drunk History. And oddly enough... Colin Hanks is playing Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah,
1: I saw that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, I seen two movies this weekend.
1: Ooh, Mr. Fancy Pants.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, I finally got the chance to watch Bleach.
1: And oh, the, the live action.
0: Yes, the live action.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw this, and I, I didn't have the time to watch it, but it did have me interested. I want to hear this.
0: This... I, I think this is the best live action adaptation I've seen.
1: Really? Well, you mean yeah. wait, wait, You mean you mean of Bleach or of all anime? <laughs> oh,
0: uh, of of the of the ones we've had recently, it's definitely better than Full Metal Alchemist. It's better than Death Note. Gotcha. It's better than live action Attack on Titan. Um, Attack on Titan live action definitely had its moments. That were hearkening back to the anime, but Bleach does a very good job of pretty much mimicking uh, the original setup. You know, season one is is done very well through Bleach, uh, this movie, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, if you love anime, if you love Bleach, I, I definitely think this one is one that when you watch it, you're like, okay, I, I don't feel ripped off like I did with Death Note.
1: Pretty sweet. That's not bad for a live action from no, no, from a source material. All. Yeah.
0: Um. And then last night, the wife and I, we decided to uh, catch up on the newest Kingsman: The Golden Circle. You know,
1: it was all right. Uh Well, at, the, how did how did, make, you, how did the first one land on you? First of all. I absolutely
0: loved the first one. Okay, Michelle hadn't seen the first one, so last weekend we had watched it, and she was asking to watch the second one. She's like, I, I want to see the second one. Let's go. That was a great movie. I was like, yeah. Um, the second one, maybe the story doesn't hold up quite as well, but it's definitely original. Uh, you know, the, the actors that are in it uh, definitely pushed the movie to a different style, but Mark Strong, let me tell you, Mark Strong nails the role of Merlin. I I loved him in the first one, and his role in the second one is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, Taron Eckerton does a great job in this one, and I think it's hilarious because uh, there there is a very musical. A uh, guest in uh, Golden Circle that Taron Eckerton should be fairly close to as of <laughs> recent.
1: Yeah, I saw that news. Actually, you saw that picture.
0: Yes, let me let me tell you. Um, you know, it, it's no huge spoiler to say that you know uh, Elton John's in the movie. His role is absolutely hilarious. Yes. I I love Elton John. He nails it. Just so freaking hilarious in this movie. So you know what. Don't go in expecting um, the quality and depth of the first one, but if you want a good popcorn film, Kingsman Golden Circle, I I give it a thumbs up.
1: Awesome. Well, I've got one I got this week. Um, I picked up Solo. It came out on uh, Blu-ray and uh, digital. Yeah. And dadgum, this movie is great. I don't know what people... Just like I said before when I saw it in the theater... I don't know what people are thinking. I love this movie. This is a great Star Wars movie. I was watching it going, wow, this is a Star Wars movie. I see this and I think Star Wars. I mean, it's I, not... I'm going to get around to it. I promise. I will. Ah, dadgummit. Uh The characters feel like characters out of Star Wars. I mean, it. he really does feel... And uh, don't get me wrong. He does a great job being Han Solo.
0: Right. But
1: the selling point of this movie... Is uh, Donald Glover, dude. <laughs> Donald Glover makes Lando just be the best version of Lando you you could ever wish to get. It's awesome, um, and uh, just the story is is really good. Uh, the turn at the end is is good, and it it just feels like Star Wars. I mean, it feels like we got. <sighs> It's better than Episode Eight. Put it that way. It, yeah, you know, it's it's right up there with Episode Seven for me. I mean this this feels more like I'm sorry. It feels like the first three movies than any modern Star Wars movies feels. I mean, it's, it's awesome. but it's it's under Rogue One for me. I think Rogue One is a better movie than Solo. But I could watch either one of them. He if you if you asked me. Do you want to watch Rogue One or Solo? I don't know which one I'd go first. It, I guess it'd have been the on the one I watched last. But that gummit, I like it. That's
0: awesome. I'll have to check it out. I really and um,
1: you know what we're crawling up on here. Today is uh, September 30th.
0: You know what mm-hmm. tomorrow
1: is? October 1st. October 1st. So, yeah. since this episode is going to be coming out October 1st, I'm going to have you a, a Halloween. Have you seen it? Oh, my goodness. Are we
0: are we starting that? Now? We're starting. Are we going <laughs> to do one every episode?
1: Yeah, absolutely, we are.
0: Okay, then. So, so uh, Halloween, have you seen it every episode? Yes. All right, I I can do that.
1: I was walking through our local Walmart. Yes. And
0: I thought you were going to say a cemetery.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't get a movie in the cemetery. That's kind of kinky, creepy. Um. They had, and this was weird because, like right now they've got the Halloween movies out. Um mm-hmm. this was a couple months ago, but I finally pulled the trigger on it. They had Christine on blue k Ca- Blu-ray and four k. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite Stephen King movie of all time. Love this movie. If you've never watched Stephen King's Christine, you know, it's about a haunted car. And it's, it's the premise sounds really dumb, but I love this movie. The way uh, the kid who 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 gets the car mm-hmm. goes, you know, you th- he's the best friend of the main character of the movie, and there are three main characters. There's there's the boy with the girlfriend and his best friend. His best friend gets this haunted car, and stuff starts going off the rails for him. And his best friend tries to, you know, save him as best he can but it's wrapped in a horror movie and it's not that cheesy. I mean, this came out in like early 80s maybe. Uh what year was this? Oh yeah, like 83 81? 83 83 <clears throat> And um I just I just fell in love with the movie uh, as a kid. I mean, I don't like I've told said before. I don't do horror movies a lot. It's just not my thing. I've watched them the slashers and the, you know, the Halloween's and the and nightmares on Elm street. And they're, they're okay. But this is kind of my jam. So, That's and awesome. this is my first one, Sean, have you got one off the top of your head?
0: Uh, off the top of my head. Jeez. Um, have you seen the movie critters? I, I <laughs> loved critters. Let, let me tell you about critters. Let me tell you why I would say critters. Critters. Was the first movie where <clears throat> you know, you know, uh, you you know this as a as a parent. Um, when a child starts sleeping in their own room, a lot of times they don't make it all the way through the night in that room. They'll uh, they'll end up back with mom and dad. Now to watch the movie Critters, I had to stop waking up in the middle of the night and going and visiting my parents. So. That, that's the reason I remember that movie, is because that was the first movie where I remember, like, I had to go, like, two months. I think I had to go two months and could not wake my parents up for two months. And I did that and got to watch the movie Critters. So uh, so you were eight I, or nine, is that right? You know I know where you live, right? <laughs> <But> <laughs> go not, on. On social media. Uh, I am most active on Vero. Um Come and check me out. I've been doing some, uh, like I said, some astrophotography, and uh, you should come and check that out on my Vero site. If you want to check me out on
1: Twitter, I'm at Maynard98. Rick, where can they find you? you can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook and various other medias. Send
0: us emails at southern at gmail.com. Gmail? Know. Not so southern yes, yes. not a so bus southern bus gentleman bus at at, at gmail.com. Okay. I'm expecting one from a certain person that owes us one. They owe us one. Come on. You can do it. Alright, forward not so southern gentleman. I'm Sean. I'm not Sean. He's Ricky. Y'all have a good one.
1: Don't don't assume my name.